<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode 10. We'll be chatting about do we still want DLC and esports? Do they belong in the Olympics? That's a big niche niche. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast and on Twitter at Real Gone Gaming. Like, subscribe, and please leave us a review. For more information, you can check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back, relax, as we're about to power on. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Yeah? Is that, that That's Frank. You're, you're British now? No, I'm just messing around. It's going good. Luca, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the weekend as much as I can. Yeah. Playing a little uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. And you came by and you see I'm, I guess, at a pivotal point. So I'm, I'm making progress. Yeah. Ashton's getting excited. I don't know if you noticed because I'm getting further in the game and Ashton's thinking he's going to be able to actually borrow it when you know, saw, the DLC comes out. I got time. I got time. But how are you enjoying it? It's good. Outside uh, of the facial animations that we got, It's got like. little nuances, but all in all, it's a, it's a good game. Yeah, the part you're at now, I, I, I love the story at that point. So, And we also have Matt joining us. Matt? Hey, what's going on? I'm great. What's going on? Uh, everything's going on. Everything? Yeah, man. Please share. Premier League started. Okay, so let's I'm stick it to game. Plumped. Oh, you got, got FIFA coming up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're getting He's, all he's literally, I, I could smell that segue coming a mile away. He's yeah. going to talk about. Was he? FIFA, yeah, and Pez coming out. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Have you? Yeah, everything's going great. Good. How's Overwatch? It's fine. Thanks for asking. That's it? You jerk. All right. <laughs> hey, what's the what's the deal with that character they brought in? I heard there's a lot Doom of... Fist. Yeah, we I talk, don't like him. We talked about him last round, I think. Me and Luca did. You were nowhere to be found. Right, I listened Ooh. to it. Yeah, yeah that's, that was harsh. You were MIA. I was. Yeah, all, you pulled a mat. You pulled the dirty mat. I did. I you list last week. Yeah. For all the listeners at home, you can literally cut the tension at this table with a knife. No, but they are buffing a new char- uh, the character that me and Adrian use. Okay. From the nerdiness. The nerdiness. That's... Uh, What's his name? Adrian. That's uh, Junkrat. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Junkrat. Thank you. Junkrat. They're going to put a buff to him and stuff like that. So. Really? Yeah. He's the guy that shoots the grenades? Yeah. Yeah. Frank, what have you been playing lately? I, I've delved deeper into debt on <laughs> Marvel Future Fight. I love asking is you because that that's what it comes out to. Is that why there's holes in your shirts and you haven't changed that shirt in a week? Second mortgage, baby. You know, There's every, everybody's got two. Everybody's got two nowadays. <laughs> Actually, um, I have, I've been, I've like Matt, I've been excited about the start of the Premier League season. So I've been playing a little more FIFA 2017. I, I can't wait to play the new one. But that does that get you to play more FIFA when you watch it? Like soccer starts and you're always you're already oh, pumped yeah. up Dude, to play more FIFA. Dude, this is my favorite time of the year, yeah. September. We're talking updated rosters. We're talking updated jersey kits, rosters. Uh, new icons, rosters. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole new year to spend eighty dollars on the uh, same fucking thing <laughs> for rosters. Much, yeah. Couldn't they just throw in like a like a little DLC patch or something to fix that? Oh, definitely. Yeah, but then they can't charge you eighty dollars a pop. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to. They got Ultimate Team that literally makes all the money. I guess you just. Well, I see where Luke is going with this because it's it's kind of about what we're going to talk about today. Just to quickly jump in, I've been playing a bit more Ratchet and Clank. 
Oh, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been really busy with family coming down from overseas from Australia. Ooh. So they've been with us for the past two weeks. So I've been a little preoccupied. Um, but played a bit more Ratchet and, Ratchet and Clank in 4K, which looks awesome. Okay. And it's a fun game, I got to say. Can I ask you a quick question? In that game, mm-hmm. do dingoes eat your babies? <laughs> do that? Well, your main character, I guess, looks like a dingo. He don't eat no babies. Does he fire a, a nice little boomerang? <laughs> Does he throw it around? Oddly enough, he has a wrench that he throws like a boomerang. So you're saying Ratchet and Clank is... Australian. Australian. Yeah. Why, why isn't there a Crocodile Dundee game? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a VR Crocodile yeah. Dundee game. Can you imagine if like you go into a bar and you have yeah. to play Knives and Spoons? Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be amazing. That's not a knife. Would you want to do that in like just like a standard game like we have now, or would it be like VR, as Matt said? Would VR. it be better VR to experience it? VR, definitely. If they had like a thing for like smell-o-vision, like he has that leather like jacket thing he yeah. has on must stink like you know he's got boots made of some kind of reptile <laughs> oh yeah there's there's the scent associated is not meant to be smelled by another man <laughs> thanks matt <laughs> matt Thank was you. gonna say something and it was an immediate look of like i can't i probably shouldn't say this yeah that's exactly what it was i had a joke that i was you know i was gonna i thought he off. just was trying to start a fire without a spark which all right all right sorry i've been listening to a lot of bruce Springsteen. yeah so as always you got Myself, Ashton, joined by Luca, Matt, and Frank. Um, today, we're going to dive into what Luca was trying to talk about, but uh, it got a, a bit sight. It was pretty sweet. But uh, DLC, guys, DLC has been around now for a little while. Really, do we still want it? Like, you know, what are your thoughts on DLC? Where, sh- where does it belong? See, when, when DLC was first introduced, it felt like a great idea because there wasn't so many. I guess big games. I, I, you know, you had one console as a child. You, you only kind of stuck with whatever. If you're just a PlayStation guy, you played PlayStation. If you had a Nintendo, you just played Nintendo. Whatever it was, and you wanted that DLC because there's there's gaps between big story game releases. So you kind of encouraged it before. But I feel now that there's so many games. I just want to finish that original vision for the game, and then play another game. I don't want to dwell on a game like Fallout 4 as I love that game and I'm sure the DLC is great, but I haven't gotten around to it because I put in over 100 hours on the main story and the DLC I have yet to touch. So you're not going to get the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC? I already have it. I have all the DLC. (laughs) Sorry, I have it all. He has the more expensive Game of the Year edition. Yeah, I actually paid for each individual piece. Sucker. I feel like we're just at a place now in society where, in the video game community, where if you buy a video game... And you are the type of person who is a collector at heart. Mm-hmm. There is no way you're not purchasing the DLC. Well, that's the thing about being a collector. When you like right now, if I go back to my my let's say my 64 games, I still have them in the box. I have the Ocarina of Time, the gold cartridge, and everything. That is the full game. Now, if I were to look, let's say right now, let's say at a special edition of a game that's worth something. But there's DLC, so not all the content is on that disc. So you're not getting the full game anymore. Mm. And you're relying on servers to get that content unless you get the Game of the Year editions. I think that's one of the things that sucks, is that if you're a person who's downloading games onto your your, your actual console, yeah. it's not like if you were to resell that console, those things stay on there because it's all under your account. And yes, you get to reload it if it becomes backwards compatible or you know you, you end up buying the next gen of that console but really like the reason we used to purchase games as opposed to renting them is we knew there was resale value in certain games 
There is that that doesn't exist with DLC. We're all just taking financial hits and purchasing DLC. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem for Ashton. Yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it. Well, so then, like uh, an approach to like the Uncharted coming out, that's it's a separate disc. It's obviously way bigger. It's almost like its own game, right? Yeah. Um, one thing: where do you guys feel is DLC warranted? Like, you got story-driven games, you got shooters where usually it's like extra maps, it's skins, it's mm-hmm. guns. Uh, you know, you got racing games like Forza, and they release a game and decide to put out a Ferrari pack day one, which you know those cars are already on the disc, but you have to, you're behind a paywall. Like, when is when is DLC allowed? When are you guys okay with DLC? I think DLC is always allowed, and I think it's always warranted. The problem is the price that you pay for the DLC and the actual value of it isn't there. And that's an issue with it. And I remember getting the Seasons Pass for Arkham Knight and getting com- feeling completely mugged by it. Oh my god! Because it was just a bunch of skin packs for cars that you couldn't use in the game, and it was just a total rip. Oh, I think Rocksteady, the, really? Yes, we know you have a very, very deep rooted <laughs> hatred for them. Yes, we're talking like twenty five minutes of gameplay of like an added on story, playing as Robin or playing as yeah. Batgirl. Like the DLC, it's its idea in theory is great, but I feel like you're paying too much and you're not getting what you're paying for it, like, and that's the issue with it. Call of Duty example, perfect. I'll give you a perfect example that that tags onto the paying too much for what you get. Um, Battlefront. Star yes. Wars Battlefront. Battlefront's mm-hmm. a great example. Call yeah. of Duty, mm-hmm. their seasons pass for their map packs, but you by the second map pack, you're not even playing the game anymore. That's not true. That's not true If in the case of us playing Black Ops last year. But if they made a, a bad one, let, let's call it, as much okay. as I, I was trying to give Infinite Warfare a chance, it was a little But weak. now you're taking one game and cons- calling it out for being really good. But on average, we're not playing the game that deep into the fourth map pack. Well, the problem with Call of Duty is is when you're going online looking for a match, you have to make sure the other people have that map pack. So if you yeah. get put in a lobby when someone doesn't have it, you're not getting in those matches. Yes. Um, why can't DLC do the Overwatch method and just be free? Just support the game freely with new map packs. Well, there's there's another thought. Fun events. Compare, compare uh, Overwatch's DLC... Uh, amount of content versus call of duty's amount of content call of duty has four map packs every what two three months yeah for four maps in each each pack and there's four times plus there's a zombie map and sometimes new weapons it's it's a it's a good deal like you get a lot for okay now how often do you play those well on black ops 3 i played it a lot the zombie maps what you're paying for you used every single ounce of that i didn't use every single ounce but they gave me so much they couldn't make my way around to it i was focused on another thing to answer Matt's question, I think one of the the big things with Blizzard and and something like mm-hmm. Overwatch is Blizzard generates a lot of financial of revenue, sorry, from other games. So when it comes to a game like this, I feel like them doing something like throwing in downloadable content, mm-hmm. it's really not that big a hit for them. Whereas other companies, they don't have something like World of Warcraft just flooding them with money. But to counter that, Activision has a lot of money. If you look at Destiny selling, you look at Call of Duty, how that sells. Yeah, there's no shortage of money on, on that side. Either or. The problem is, the difference is you're getting, you're paying a lot of money for a quantity 
that half the time you don't really use or see where you're getting a little less with Overwatch, but it's free and there's You're not getting characters. a little less. You're getting good. You're, people get excited when one new map is going to be released in the next two, three months. When Call of Duty, you're getting four plus a zombies plus sure, extras. But the maps that they do are really well designed. The characters that I'm they not, come out with are really well designed. I'm not saying they're not, but you're getting more when you're paying for it. It's, like Call of Duty yeah, you're does it more, right. When it comes sure. to like Battlefront where they don't ship you a complete game to begin with. Because when you get the base disc version of a of a shooter like like Call of Duty, you have everything there. Like it's a good enough game. I feel like they've slightly lightened the map load over over the years. Because what is it like thirteen maps that come in a game now? Twelve, thirteen. And before I think it was high uh, teens. Hmm. But I guess my take on DLC one, if you look at it from a developer side. It's one. It's an extra revenue stream, right? So ideally, once they sell a game, that's all the money they're getting for that game. So I get now they got to see, okay, how can we keep on generating some cash? So you got DLC. Um, now we also have where certain companies have time restrictions on developing the game. So they got, you know, the EAs, the Activisions going to the smaller publishers saying, okay, you know, we're going to have your team join with us but you got to have this game out by this day it's like well it's not possible well too bad that's the release date you have to do it so i can see on that side where the dlc comes for like story driven games where it's we couldn't finish the game quote unquote which i hate saying but we didn't have enough time so we made the core game the best we could here's some story stuff coming out three four months later as dlc i'm i think a little more forgiving with that because I would rather, you know, you, you don't want what happened to Mass Effect, what, 4, where the game was buggy as hell. Like, they were under a time constraint for that. It had to be out. They, they couldn't fix I, that. I, DLC wasn't fixing that. Those were updates. I think that's a separate issue on technical, like, on getting a game done on time. Now, DLC... But if they couldn't maybe do a certain part in that, put that into DLC... Like fixes. And finish the, And finish the game. When a game ships, it should have all the story components necessary for it. If there's bugs they need to fix, that's different. Yeah. And, and with story, and I agree with you, it's got to have the main story done. Don't give me DLC for the true ending. That I don't want. But like Fallout 4 did like side, like side stories or I'm, I'm not sure where it kind of went with the story yeah. on that. But stuff like that I'm okay with. Where What I don't like with DLC is, again, like Forza is a good example where day one when Forza Motorsports came out, they, uh, I don't know, what was the last one? Six? Uh, Forza Six, yeah. Um, the... Ferraris were available to download day one, but that might have been. But like th- that's that's on the game. Don't no, no, don't I, block things on the paywall. That that I don't like. I know what you're saying, but what if that was the agreement with Forza and Ferrari? The only way we're putting these cars in is if you charge separately, and we want the revenue from the separate charge. That's a good point. Yes. I'm not sure what the agreements are. That's the problem. Yeah, some yeah. of that stuff. There's a lot we don't it. know. But as as a uh, gamer purchasing this DLC, that pisses the shit out of me. It's like when I look at that, it's like. That content's already on the disc, yeah. and you're making me pay to unlock it. Oh. So, you know, story-driven games, I get it. Shooters, stuff like, you know, skins, uh, you know, costumes, camos, that's cool. But also, don't put things in DLC where it gives you an advantage. No, I agree with that right? 100%. Because that, that's not right either. Mm-hmm. So anything that gives you an advantage over another player for spending money isn't right. Uh, it should all just be one that anyone can enjoy or again it should be more cosmetic than anything well for the dlcs that i i don't like and this is going to be a little controversial because i'm probably going to get the the dlc for breath of the wild the i've already got the seasons pass but when you're done a game i want you to move on to the next project 
let's even if it take it'll shave off six months from the next game mm-hmm. do it get working on it i don't need well this zelda is is like a special case for me because i loved every minute of it and i look forward to replaying uh or playing the dlc on that one but many times when you put in however many hours you want to move on to your next game because yeah. the older we get we get games and we're not finishing our collections i don't need extra i don't need to put an extra 20 hours into this game yeah it's funny because i feel exactly how luca does and about the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. I stopped playing it. They dropped the first one, the Trials of the Master Sword, and I started playing the game again. Now I can't wait for the second pack. Right. But I feel like most story DLCs, by the time they come out, I have no desire to get back into that game, or I've traded the game in or gotten rid of it. I mean, yeah. Ashton, you know what that's like. I do. Thank you for bringing that up. Sorry, I had to. That's okay. Uh, but well, let's let's go back to the 90s. Right? Yeah. When, hell, let's go with Super Mario. Super Mario came out on Nintendo. Yep. Played the hell out of it. There wasn't any DLC for that. What, yep. what, what came out after that? Super Mario 2. Yeah. Then yeah. you played the hell out of Super Mario 2. There's no DLC for that. So, Super Mario 3. Super Mario 3. Out. You just make the next and, game. And you notice how that came out on one console. And, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing you could do after beating it is trying to beat it faster. That yeah. was really the only DLC was you just trying to beat it in a faster time. Yeah. And, you know, there's another side of it. So, we, you know, we covered story-driven games, shooters, stuff like that, racing games. What about DLC where it's games like GTA, where you have this massive online community where it's free updates and it's expanding that online service each and every time? See, I feel when, <clears throat> when GTA started, basically you need money to, you have to pay for, for cash in that game because there's no way... Like how much grinding we put through that and we barely own anything. There's so much content that you're going to need to put in your real money if you want to have a good experience. But that being said, I don't want to give it a pass, but I kind of do because that story alone, that GTA story is worth the price of admission. That online is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Honestly, Matt's back on GTA Online. We started playing it again. How old is that game now? When did they come out? 2013? 5? 2013, roughly. Roughly 2013. 2013, whatever it was. And it still holds up better. I have more fun playing that than anything else. See, online. yeah, GTA is a funny specimen because it has such a massive online community and they can't just turn and abandon it completely I, I, due to the fact that they're working on a new game. And GTA, like Rock City, has so many different studios that are working on so many different things. GTA kind of needs to bring in new cars and new free updates to keep that player base happy and interested because if you're playing that you're more likely to spend money on a shark card yeah because you want to do something and that's another way for them to keep you a revenue in stream and keep a revenue stream going yeah. so like i understand why they do it for gta and okay. it, i feel like they should hire a separate crew to work on maybe they do and they don't publicize it right like it, it's tough to say we're i'm not there we're not there we're not part of rocksteady we don't really know but I feel like a lot of this stuff probably gets contracted out to other developers or other teams. I just, I feel like it's been so long since a new Grand Theft Auto, like a new Rockstar game has come out. Well, that's what I want to say. So like as impressive as GTA's DLC is or online expansion, let's call it, mm-hmm. uh, where's the next game? Like, yeah. hey guys, this has been fun. It's been a few years and you keep on years. adding some cool things to the online, but Again, it's the same thing over and over again. You got some cool new missions, okay. But again, if you want to get any further ahead, you're either playing it nonstop 
mm-hmm. or which there are people that do. So kudos oh. to you guys. And so this is probably fantastic for them because there's new material, or you're spending money on it, well, or you glitch it. And to be fair, like <laughs> it's almost part of the game. It's do we know like anyone like that? Well, we, we know our few. Yeah, I people. think so. Unfortunately, I haven't taken advantage of it, but uh, that is part of the game. I don't even think the guys at Rockstar is like, yeah, well, we do encourage stealing things. I mean, it's part of the title of the game. Yeah, they, in retrospect, it's the tone. Oh, yeah, set. you're right. Actually, yeah, it's literally the term for stealing something. My problem with the GTA DLC is if you want to grind out money, you should be able to. It shouldn't be so hard that you're almost forced to go spend real money to get virtual money. If you put like twenty hours nuts. in, you should be able to get something of. Yeah, you know, something of value. Yeah, absolutely. I time is valuable. I don't want to spend crazy amount of time in a game to get virtual money to spend stupidly. And Make if, it a little easier. And if it was, you know, like a lot of fun things to do that were different, that's fine. But when we first started, when there wasn't too much DLC, what were you doing? You're just picking up drugs or whatever it was you're doing to pick up for someone and mm-hmm. you just drop it off and you got $5,000 or whatever. It was $3,000. Or selling cars because they got more money back and then, then, I think. Yeah, and then Ashton would be driving a van and we'd be <laughs> jumping out the whole time. And then it's an hour jerks. later and we've only made like eight grand. So, Frank, I know uh, this might not be your hot topic here, but have you have you ventured into DLC? I The only game I think I've ever purchased DLC for was Arkham, the last Arkham. Arkham and, Knight. and how Arkham did that Knight. feel? It felt great for 20 minutes when I played the one add-on. I think it was called All... I don't want to say All in the Family, but it was a story that centered around um, Batgirl. And it was literally 15 minutes of content, and I purchased the season pass. Like, you can beat that actual sequence in 15 to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking that there was a $9.99 price tag, I believe, to it as an individual... Where like you didn't get the seasons pass. If I'm anybody purchasing that and I paid ten dollars for it for twenty minutes, it immediately I'm soured on the idea of downloadable content. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing with it. It's it's one of those things where like if you if your first experience with it is bad, just like with mm-hmm. most products, you're probably not gonna like it or or like the idea of it. And I, I know it's it's the point of it is to gain another revenue stream and all that stuff. But when they come up with a new game, they're going to get the revenue right back. And yeah. and let's not kid ourselves. Most of the DLC you're getting in story, I find, is just aesthetic. It's like new costume pack, new skin. Like the Batman one, it oh, was just yeah, dropping one, yeah. a bunch of different costumes that you can beat the game That in. was pretty terrible. Like it's kind of bullshit, some of the, yeah. the DLC you and get. You know what? I feel like you should do it. Like if it's a, a story-based game, right? Like Uncharted, they... The game came out over a year ago, and they waited a good amount of time in between. Yeah, don't do it like three months later because either have it for me right off the bat, or give me some time to to grow apart from the game so I can come back to it. It yeah. just feels like a coordinated attack on your wallet. Yeah, like like they've literally strategized how to get past those initial first run of gamers who beat the story, mm-hmm. purchased it at its release date get past the the original story mode and they're like how do we keep taking money out of your pocket yeah i I know firsthand with that i'm going to be a bit of a hypocrite here as much as i dislike a lot of dlc because the um horizon zero dawn dlc is coming out frozen wilds which for me i didn't realize terrible that was even happening so as matt kind of joked about earlier i crushed that game platinumed it 
And then I didn't, I didn't need anything else. Like, it's done. I have 100% the game. There's nothing for me to do. So I traded it in. Then sure enough, a few months later, E3 happens. They drop DLC for that. I lose my shit. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I don't have this game anymore. And it's still full price. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go spend full, full price on this. So, Luca, you need to beat this game. <laughs> do you wait for it to become one of those, like, high-selling games of all time into the 1999 bargain bin? <laughs> oh, do you remember back in the day, like, the Nintendo's, like, greatest hits what were they called for nintendo 64 games went down to like player's choice they're called the player's choice player's choice yes i i think one of the first games that entered into that category was i think it was mario and goldeneye yeah i remember the goldeneye i remember that little stamp that gold stamp on the top right corner oh okay top left um so sticking with kind of horizon Mm -hmm. um kind of segueing to the news right now um we got gorilla games um, right now they're heavily investing into the Decima engine, so the engine that they run the game on. Yeah, I believe, uh, what's it, Death Stranding, the guy, Hideo Kojima's next uh, IP he's working the on. Guy. The guy. The guy. He is one of the guys when it comes to to video game developers. He They're using the Decima engine for Death Stranding, which yeah. looks really good. I just hope that they can update their facial animation so they don't look like they're having the same expression every time. Like a slight bit of concern, but not too concerned. Mm-hmm. Is is that the one with the guy from The Walking Dead? Yeah, as yeah. the main character, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, yeah. that's it. And, and uh, um, guy from Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro, and Franz Nicholson or whatever his name is. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah Mads, Mads Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen, the guy from Casino Royale. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Hannibal. Yes, and, and Rogue Hannibal. One. That looks really cool. Hmm. No one likes Rogue One. Shut up, Matt. Um, <laughs> speaking I, of speaking of Star Wars, this is actually pretty good. Battlefront Two. So a few things going on right now. Um, it's getting special characters. So I don't know, Frank, if you if you know this, I got a little picture up here. If you want to take a look, um, so these aren't actual heroes that you can like. They're not the special heroes yeah. that you get, um, but they're just kind of basic troopers that fight alongside you. I guess more <laughs> more than. Uh, um, more than just a stormtrooper, but you got uh, the Death Trooper, First Order Flame Trooper, BT Rock, B2 Rocket Droid, and a Wookiee Warrior. Can I just say, all that other shit I could do without, but the Wookiee Warrior? You just want to say... It's doing something for me right mm-hmm. now. I'm not going to get into the specifics. My has, has EA confirmed the... The Stormtrooper T twenty eight three or whatever from Force oh, Awakens is he going to be in the game as a special hero? That would be hilarious. That would be pretty good. That would be great. Cause he, he just he hit a star. button. He just yells "traitor, yeah. traitor, hater." He would be yeah. like the like the counter to um, to Finn to Finn. Yeah. To put that into context for anybody who may be listening, there is a scene in the movie where a stormtrooper in the field of battle goes after the character of Finn and just essentially screams at him traitor mm-hmm. and the serial number that was allotted to that actual stormtrooper spells loosely using numbers and letters traitor hater yeah so it's pretty good uh i'd like to thank frank uh, i'm gonna call him wikipedia from now on wikipedia wikipedia considering i'm a few beers into this podcast i'm surprised i was able to string that whole sentence together. I'm, I'm impressed that was, that was pretty I'm good impressed. Did, did you know daniel craig was in uh, was in star wars i did there you go. But that's for another podcast and another time, Mr. Fax. <laughs> so he's Mr. Fax and your Wikipedia guy. Shut up, Luca. Sticking with Battlefront 2, uh, they're showing off some spaceship battles on August 21st, uh, 1230 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, a new level, oh, a new area called I am the setting my alarm. Founder Imperial Shipyard. So that'd oh be pretty boy. cool to see. 
Oh boy, can't wait for that. Will they be charging me an extra ten dollars for the Han Solo gun? No, no, that's there's, what they no did there's no DLC time. this time around, so we'll see what they do. This that's game's right, already yeah. better. You could have got, one. you could have unlocked that game, uh, that gun. You know, you don't have to pay for it early. Listen, it's not like I'm some sort of old hand at this. Okay, I didn't know that the, the option would have been there to not buy the deluxe and put in a little legwork to get that gun. And you it know, said it, you can unlock it early. If it's just like some casual gamer, they might not know this, and they're just gonna because they love Star Wars. They're gonna do that. Like you Frank. know, that's something that I find very deceptive about DLC. If you're not an experienced gamer, you may think that you don't have the full game. Yeah, and make a perch like an ill-advised purchase for something that you necessarily may not use. <clears throat> yeah. Agreed. That's a good point. Would have helped on our topic one discussion. Oh, I'm just... All right, a, moving on. It's a throwback. On. It's a throwback. Uh, is such a stickler. My God. Uh, Xbox oh my God, I One... Know, I know we're on news, Ashton. Xbox One news uh, is getting a major system update because their old UI sucks. Um, and then front coming from a man who somehow can tolerate the PlayStation One. Tolerate. It's... Uh, so it's being released to their Alpha Ring Insiders. Is yes. that right? That's their, that's their crew? That's like their, their inside crew? That's their Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you get a more customizable dashboard using content blocks. It's kind of like a widget almost. It's, it's cool. It's uh, It looks nice and sleek. It looks like it runs quick. So. New guide. It's faster. And apparently they're overhauling achievements as well. So okay, this was a big thing because someone who loves trophies. Um, that was I don't know from how, Xbox. I don't know achievements. how that this is changing. But what they're trying to do is not focus so much on the gamer's score, but more on... Um, things that achievements that you've, uh, I guess, accumulated playing Xbox. So, for example, if you're like the number one Halo player, mm-hmm. and that's the only game you play, your achievement score is going to be low as shit. Yeah. That's... But how do you showcase that? How do you show people that I'm number one, top in the world, whatever it is? So, I think they're going to focus on that as well. So that'd be kind of interesting to see what they do. When do you think Sony will steal that? Ha ha! Next system. Uh, Spotify's on Xbox One oh. now too. Spotify? Okay. Yeah, that's Xbox great. Yeah. Spotify, honestly, I would say... Hold on, say. stop being a pl- an Xbox hater. We were all going nuts and happy about it when it came to PlayStation forever ago. I, I didn't, he's what, that, storm, he's no, that stormtrooper for Xbox. <laughs> yeah, he just hates. I didn't give a shit about that on PlayStation. A lot of people did. I will say that I have Apple Music and a guy at work has Spotify. Spotify is better. Yeah, I've been really? telling you that. I didn't, that playlist is such a big difference. I like, told you. Like, for me to find a playlist that works, I just want to throw something on without thinking, and I know... A lot of people I'm going to work like classic rock. So I, I, what I have to do in Apple Music is I have to type in like Tom Petty and then it has to be like playlists related to Tom Petty. Can I ask you a question? Can you split the cost monthly on Spotify yes. between six people? Yes. Possibly. There may be a switch happening in the near future. <laughs> Frank, we'll talk. Second point. Does anybody else feel like Ashton gets the tattoos of the trophies that he wins in the game on his body? Oh, yeah. They're all on his back. It's a little bit weird when we were up at the cottage and... Uh, he wouldn't take his shirt off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know. You saw, like, blood in the shape of a trophy on his white shirt? I feel like he has a whole shit ton of trophies tattooed onto his back. Yeah, all the platinums on his back in a list. FIFA 18 might be coming to Nintendo Switch. It uh, is coming to it, Nintendo it, yes, Switch. Yes, it is. So it's going to determine the future of the franchise of the console, yeah. right? So we'll see how we will see how that goes. I'm going to guess not well. Um, they're using again, like the hate, old engine, right? Hate, yeah, they're using their first, uh, uh, what's it called? Ignite. They're using the Ignite engine that they brought when the PS4 and Xbox One launched. Question, are you going to buy it? 
for the Switch? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. But not right away. I'm going to wait and see. see. That's what I'm worried about. I don't think it's... I think FIFA's done after this year on the Switch. Because... It, I, I can't see it, guys. And it's not me hating. I just... No, that no. type of game, I, I can't see while doing on the Switch. Well, the problem is... The multiplayer sucks on it. A lot of people have another console. If they've been playing FIFA, they haven't been waiting for the Switch to play FIFA. Yeah. No, but again, I would consider it because... Being able to play it on the go is something that I enjoy. But are you going to get it day one that game? No, because I have it. No, 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 not on Switch. I'm saying, are you going to get the game in general on day one? Oh yeah, 100. percent I'm getting it three days early because I couldn't wait. Okay, well, exactly. But you're not getting it on your on your Switch. You're getting it on the system you've been playing it on this whole time. Yes, because I pre-ordered it before they announced it on the Switch. You still would have probably gone PlayStation. Yes, absolutely. Um. Moving on from that, No Man's Sky. You guys remember that game? That uh, little bitty? Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're still updating it. Um, it's, <laughs> hey, they're committed. It's, uh, they, they are. They made a choice. Hey, kudos to them. They, they, they've got their third, I'm assuming, update. Uh, update 1.3. So good on you guys. Uh, Atlas Rises, what it's called. Um, Ooh, so it's, question. Yeah. Is the Metallica album going to be playable <laughs> in No Man's Sky now? Yeah, that's a good question to ask them. Um, There's a Metallica album called Atlas Rises? Well, they have a song called okay. Atlas Rise. Okay. Hang on. Actually, they do, yeah. Uh, so you got an, an overhauled central storyline, about 30 hours added to this. Now, I don't know if that's because it takes like forever to get to a place, So, but there's 30 hours of storyline. Well, that's um, not bad. That's pretty good that's for, just an uh, as an update. That's, Free that's, update? I, I believe so. Okay. Uh, God damn, if they charge for that, that, wouldn't, be, that well, wouldn't go over well. I don't know if you saw it on Steam. Apparently, it's, I guess, now the overall, because they have two ways of reviewing games. They have uh, overall reviews, and then they have recent reviews, because sometimes games are, you know, they make changes. Sometimes you Mm -hmm. get the pre-release games, and it went from overall being over, over, was it, um, mostly negative reviews to mostly positive, and the recent recent reviews are mostly positive for it. Interesting. What I kind of chuckle at, and not to kick these guys while they've been down and climate clawing their way well, up. They're trying. Is okay. with this update, they put out something called a limited co op experience or a limited multiplayer experience. Okay. Because the whole basis, remember when this game came out, the whole thing was you could, you know, it's a large universe, but you can run into each other occasionally, right? You might cross another dude out in space. I just so fucking they- clued in on what this game was. <laughs> it's that one where you can go all around the universe and people have like their own worlds. Yep, that's yeah. the, I think that was the working title. Yes, pretty much. All right, continue. So now they have limited multiplayer where you actually might be able to see somebody, like oh, legit. Okay. So, you know, good for them. I would love for them, like someone to have the exact same like reaction. Whoever before. like pitched that game and wrote that code and like created the algorithm I'm for sure that it's game. Difficult. Oh, I'm not saying it's not difficult. I'm just saying he's probably fired because the day that came out, some two people ran into each other after they talked about saying the likelihood of it well, is no, no. going somewhere in the world. If they didn't run into each other. This oh, is no, where the shitstorm right. came. Yes, that's right. Two players, Frank, because you look puzzled, um, somehow came to the exact same spot on this random planet. They took snapshots of it and said, okay, I'm here and so am I. Yet they couldn't see each other. Yeah, so they lied. A hundred percent. I, you said that like I wouldn't be able to follow what was happening. I got it. The, the, the programmers lied. They lied to sell a, a game Again. to people. Yeah, they did. So get ready for that update 1.3. Uh, Overwatch, Matt, this is all you, uh, is currently having a player test. Yes, on PC. On PC? Yeah, they're bringing Deathmatch and Team Deathmatch. 
even though they stated when the game first came out, they didn't want to bring that to the game. Really? Yes, because their focus was they wanted to create an online experience that based on people working together and that you going off and killing people wasn't necessarily benefiting the team. It'll turn to Call of Duty. Yeah, it was basically the point was to work together for a common goal. Now, it's been heavily requested, so they're player testing it on PC. Uh, I think there's a new map coming out. It's going to take place in Widow's Estate. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, there's some cool features about the team deathmatch. Like the character Mercy, she has her ultimate is a revive. So anyone that's killed revives. Now, if you use that in team Mm deathmatch, it takes away those kills. So if you kill a bunch of those people and she has her ultimate and she revives you, those kills get deducted. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty cool what they're doing with it. It's going to be free. Yeah, I'm I'm slowly getting into it, Matt. uh, The problem, I think... I think we've nailed what the problem has been. I have a very difficult time with it because I'm just starting and I'm playing with Matt and Matt's level is extremely high. So they kind of pair me up with Matt's leveled people. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was tough finding a game where he was playing with people that were similar level. mm -hmm. So when I made a separate account and got online and we were playing together at a similar level, he was able to play against other people who are still, you know, getting the, the ropes. Right. All right. Uh, sticking on Matt's side of the table here, NBA Live 18 demo is out on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Okay, I so, will look forward to not downloading that. Yeah. Me too. You can play as the first quarter of the last NBA uh, NBA Finals. Well, pr- apparently they revamped it, so I, I I know it's easy to write them off because NBA Live has been terrible for so long. But well, apparently people who played it said it's still not that much better. But then again, <laughs> it depends It depends who's taking it. you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. I mean, 2K has a huge fan base, so it could be just EA haters. Give it a try for yourself. Yeah, Some free. people like Give it. Give it a try. Yeah. Give it a shot. Um, Frank, you look like you want to play NBA Live. Oh, yeah. I, I, I b-ball. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. I got hops. I heard your favorite songs, Bow Wow's basketball songs. Okay. Actually, you know what? I I'll, I bought the last 2K7. Or 2K17. <laughs> was it 2K17? 17, yeah. yeah. That was a long time ago, uh, No, I enjoyed it. Uh, to be honest, Like I, the last... I mean, obviously, to kind of prep for the show, the last vid- real... Like basketball video game I played was NBA Jam from like the nineties. Oh, that game, game will never go away. It is. It's great. Yeah. And, you know, Boom Shakalaka. He's on fire. Those it's, are those are those are literally life models I carry with me every day dude, out in the world. But two K seventeen, I have to admit, I really enjoyed playing it's it. It's a good game. When I do something well in life, in my head I say Boom Shakalaka <laughs> and I'm on fire. Yeah. Just to kind of help me get through my day. You have to say it in your head, though, because nobody who plays video games that's under the age of 18 knows what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, if you about. said if Boom Shakalaka, they'd look at you and just puzzled mm-hmm. at how you've made it this far in life. Yep. Um, stick, it wouldn't be good news segment of uh, a console getting a, a UI update for Xbox without mentioning PlayStation. So PS4 is 5.0 updates coming out. And? Uh, so from what I... That's I've, a big one, 5.0. 5.0. That like, that's like, that's the fifth like major rehaul. It's the fifth one. Yeah. And what was it do? So uh, you got Twitch streaming at 1080p, 60 frames a second. Oh, I'm going to use that. So that's pretty big. For a lot of Twitch streamers out there, that's pretty big. It's huge. Right? People, like Twitch is a it's, massive But I mean, thing. for you and me... Yes, that's just us. But Twitch is partnered with Amazon. And 60 frames. I mean, who doesn't want to see the acne on the guy playing the video game? Is that what it is? I want to see real, real acne face cores. puberty. I want to see it in in all its glory. (laughs) I want to hear the voice change. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other other, uh, updates for it. Um, To be honest, weren't that interesting for a 5.0 update, which is a little disappointing. 
So there's options like that they're going to add for like the sub and child accounts that are on there. Um, I don't know, some other things that we really don't care about because you still can't change your name. Um, there's a few other things you still can't do. So it's a little disappointing for a 5.0. It's a pretty legitimate update. I but, don't expect much, to be thanks, honest. Thanks, Sony. I don't expect much from, from that. No. Uh, this was pretty interesting. Um, sticking in, uh, sticking with this because there's actually a few things around this topic, and they'll lead into our next topic. So, Elon Musk, who we follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, tweeted out that his uh, maybe not is it his or just in general OpenAI. I think he refers to it as his. his. I believe. Okay, so least... his OpenAI bought has. Sorry, Ashton. Yeah. I don't mean to jump in here, but. Let's pretend for a second. I don't know who Elon Musk is. Sure, the dude who founded Tesla, PayPal, PayPal. I think he had something before PayPal. I don't. I think so. So uh, it's SpaceX. He's clean energy. He's a big believer in that. Yeah, yeah. solar roofs. He's into. Yeah. He's he's like the the inventor, the modern day like like a Renaissance man. Like he's like, Edison, like a genius. Or, he's like the, the, he's like the Steve Jobs, but on a much bigger level, more important environmentally yeah. level. Yeah. Okay. And thinking about dealing. No, that's a good point, Frank. And especially dealing with a lot of AI, especially with his cars and Tesla, there's a lot of, he's got the autonomous driving, right? That he's doing, or well, soon to be autonomous driving. He's got a boring, the boring company, which is pretty good. They, yeah. They bore tunnels underneath the streets. I thought it was going to be something completely different than that, but that's cool. And it, it, apparently it's, uh, sorry, I, I was reading up on it. And once you get me talking on Elon Musk, there's a lot of stuff to discuss. It's, his, should, man, it's his man crush. We should get the boring company into Toronto to help us with our public transportation that's system. That's it. Cause I was, I was looking online and Toronto already has a plan for the gardener where they're going to have like two levels. No, no, no. The gardener's going to stay up, but there's going to be like a, a, I guess livable area, not livable, but like a, like a kind, park, like a park mixed in with like, stores and stuff and homeless people I, I, they got to find out what to do with them for anyone listening uh that isn't from the toronto the greater yes. toronto area we have the worst traffic in north america i don't care what anybody says california isn't as bad as us california is bad don't get me wrong but we just have terrible Anyways, we so, have two lane highways so, with six million people that live in our city so i wanted to see what the boring company was going to do I, I know they're going to do tunnel boring but what what's different about them compared to another tunnel boring company Apparently, their goal is to make it significantly cheaper. And that's the problem with Toronto, why they can't go in Boston. It went to, I don't know how many billions over budget to make that underground tunnel to alleviate their, their traffic and, I guess, make their waterfront nicer or whatever it is. So apparently, they're doing it at a cheaper cost. There you go. So that's Elon Musk, everybody. Well, his OpenAI bot has recently beaten some Dota 2 players professionally. Uh, so Skynet lives. Essentially, we're yes. getting there. So, which is actually a pretty big deal. So we have we have AI beating actual professional professional players, players. Not, and it learns from them. It doesn't just it doesn't just have like preset algorithms. It learns from the player. It learned it knew nothing when it started, and then yeah, it Google's this is beyond chess. Yeah, Google's assistant had has done that already. It's like its AI assistant started learning how to get things on its own. Like from the code, it deviates from its code and started figuring out how to figure out what you need on its own. I don't understand why we keep pushing towards this. I mean, there are so many warning signs and we literally have one of the highest grossing movies of all time that is like the biggest red flag for it. Like Terminator 2, Elon. Yeah, well, no, no, he's he he, his thoughts are when he's when he said that when that AI beat professional players. He's all for regulating AI. He wants checks in place. Oh, yeah. That's going to make him real happy. 
You, you regulate. Okay, think about it. Let's say you're sentient life. I know that we're, we're veering off here, but let's say for a second you're sentient life. You just started figuring out how the world works. Then you start to realize, oh, they've been shackling me. These I, are my I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that he doesn't want it to get to that state that it can even think that way. Yeah, Maybe you, it's the beer talking. It is. It's 100%. But we shouldn't. We, if we're going to have AI, we got to let it roam. If not, don't invent it. No. There's, there, there are no upsides to having it. Have AI that serves a singular purpose. That's what you need. Don't give it the ability to free think. That's not Thanks. AI. That's the thing serving a purpose. All right. Bingo. Sorry. Thanks, Frank. Stick in the uh, stick in the Dota two players. Um, recently, there's I guess a big tournament that happened, the international Dota two tournament, and uh, Team Liquid has just won the tournament, and they won over ten million dollars. This is split between How, four guys. Between the total pot was twenty four million. These four guys <sighs> for playing this game in an esport won ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just jump in on that. Me and Luca play the lottery every week. It's kind of like our thing. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And let me just say that I feel, maybe I'm nuts, but I feel like if I dedicate all my time to playing a video game, I could be pretty good at it. Why don't, why, are we in the wrong line of work? What are we doing? I feel like these people are as dedicated as anyone can be, and they are smart people that can learn pretty quickly. I think that's what makes these people. Like, I think if we were to really try, if we were in the top, I don't know, let's say 5,000 Dota players in the world, that'd be impressive as can be. Okay, really quickly, what is Dota? It's like a form of, uh, it's very similar to like World of Warcraft. And in and along that line, I think World of Warcraft kind of spawned from Dota originally. And really? League of Legends so Dota's spawned. Dota's like older than World of Warcraft? Dota was like, it spawned. That whole League of Legends, like League of Legends, was from a form of Dota. Dota was like League of Legends, vice versa. And again, don't quote, don't quote me on that. But it's somewhere right. in along those lines. Okay. It stands for Defense of the Agents. Yeah, yeah. It's a stra- it's a real time strategy game, as like League of Legends. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So talking about esports, something that Matt, I think you brought up a few times with us that esports possibly might show up. In the 2024 Paris Olympics. Yeah, they've been playing around with the idea of bringing esports into the Olympics for a while. Now, Frank, um, you have a very strong opinion on this. So I'm going to let you just go on your rant. Yeah, let Frank get his rant out. Yeah. Okay, I promise after this I'll pass out. So I'm just <laughs> going to be quick. The Olympics, in its purest form, was meant to measure the physical prowess of human beings. It wasn't meant to be team sports. It wasn't meant to be synchronized swimming or skating. It wasn't meant for any of that superfluous bullshit that's to draw in ratings. Yeah. It was to see how far somebody could throw a metal ball. It was to see how high you could jump. It was to see how strong, fast, or multi-talented you were at many of those events. Mm-hmm. I can accept a decathlon. I can accept a biathlon, a triathlon. Any of the Athlons. <laughs> okay, so you're a fan of the Athlon. But what I cannot accept is hockey in the Olympics. I can't accept baseball, ping pong. I can't. Parlor games are not an Olympic thing. They're not measuring anything other than how many beers you've drank in your life and how often you visited a bar. So I'm sorry, guys, but anything that involves you sitting on a couch for thousands of hours of your life 
devoting time to playing a video game, the dexterity of your thumbs shouldn't be measured in gold medals. Then there's the whole, I guess, your response time, your your vision, and all that stuff, right? I don't, I don't give a fuck, okay? I'm saying That's, there is something. That is fucking stupid. Okay, And anybody who'd argue against it, that this isn't solely the IO, the IOCC trying to draw in ratings because they see something viable, and they're shitty about it, too. Don't let anybody kid you about what the IOCC is. It is an organization that literally steals from the people who deserve the money. Like pro athletes in the in the NHL, the reason the NHL doesn't want to put their athletes into that competition because they see no kickback from it. Yet they have to incur all the insurance costs. Mm-hmm. They have to worry about their players potentially being hurt, hurting their franchises in a league that they're trying to strengthen. Yeah. So these players that would come to play sports, to play esports. So would you would you think you're hurting the esport brand? Absolutely. By they should have the their Olympics. own. They should just do what extreme sports does. Have your own fucking Olympics. I agree. But then would you call it an Olympic? No, I would call it uh, each esports extravaganza. That's pretty good. Or just have the tournaments like they do, and yeah, people win ten million dollars. Because you know what? If I'm somebody who wakes up every day at five a.m., has two a day training sessions, has to eat like a fucking caged animal on the strictest diet for the next four years so that I can run a tenth of a second second faster than the next fastest guy to break a world record or win a gold medal. The fact that you get the same thing I get for finishing in first when all you did was sit on your ass and play fucking video games. And I know this is a video game podcast. I'm not disparaging or trying to make people who play video games seem like they're unathletic. I'm just saying you are not a person who does the fucking 100 meters in under 10 seconds. You do not deserve a gold medal unless it's specifically allotted by an, a governing body that oversees video gaming. And that's been Frank's rant of the week, everybody. Good night. I'm going to drink beer till I pass out. <laughs> so Frank doesn't want esports to be in the <laughs> So wait, yeah, let's get this clear. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even want the Olympics to exist. I think it destroys cities. I think it is a, a social drain on economies. Maybe that's why they have to add these entertaining events to get people so they can pay for these venues. So they can help. Ask Brazil how they're doing with their last Olympics. And their World Cup. Hey, yeah, Bra- well, hey Brazil, how you doing? Look, maybe the right. problem isn't in what's in there. It's the distribution of wealth, of of the money made from these events. You can't blame them for putting in entertaining things that make people watch it. It's a, that's my thought, right? If there's if there's no hockey in the in the Winter Olympics, what are people watching? I'm going to I'm going to end I'm going to end the argument right now because th- this argument is insulting to actual Olympians. If aliens came to the planet tomorrow, tomorrow. And asked us why we were giving the super athlete a gold medal and the person who plays video games the same gold medal. How could we justify it? Because, you know what, aliens, if they got here, they have levels of intelligence. They don't just go on pure strength and speed alone. There is another thing to your mind, measuring your mind skills. Measure it in a different competition because the Olympics is built on physical prowess. It's like, well, you're saying, why is he getting a medal? It's, it's based on athletics. I, I understand that, but I'm saying for the point of argument, for the sake of argument, there is something to do with coordination. You you gotta you gotta put into context here why they would consider this. And I know you talked about instant viewership. Look, a lot of the people that watch the Olympics now are slowly stopping. There is a new age and demographic that are more into these esports. You have sports franchise picking up esports teams. 
you have in Toronto the North American League of Legends final and semifinal held in Toronto mm-hmm. at the Air Canada Centre, which sold out. There is a huge draw for this competitive gaming. So the ILC is looking at it as a way to expand their viewership, to get more money, to get advertisements. Bell TV, one of our main telecommunications providers providers has a video game channel that you can subscribe to now where they play literally league matches for competitive gaming Mm -hmm. it's like chess the new league of legends it's like chess starcraft like chess it's it's chess and digital form more or less yeah i don't know if it has a place in the olympics where it's a physical sporting event but i understand why they would consider it to be kind of to play on your argument there, Frank, and not just to rile you up a bit more because that was fun. Um, to answer kind of your question, why would you give a gold medal to level, you know, the athlete and then the e-athlete? It really comes down to because they're the best at what they do. You got the fastest runner, he gets that gold medal. You got the best Dota player, well, he's the, he's the best in the world, so, so he gets that medal. So then, why don't we give gold medals to the best accountants in the world? Why don't we give gold medals to the best lawyers in the world, defense lawyers? Because it's not a sport. We do, though. Okay, but... But we do. But this is video games? E-sport. We do give them those gold medals. It's called their paycheck, their salary. A okay. lot of these Olympic athletes don't make crazy money year-round. Mm-hmm. Okay, but... They're, so Good point. Now, now we're talking about something completely different, because originally the Olympics was built on amateur athletes. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It's evolved over time. Okay, but again, by evolving, it bastardizes its roots. So by taking in professional athletes, people who get paid to play that sport, train all day, you're making you're making what the amateur athletes accomplishing, it's it diminishes it. The gold medal for one isn't the same as the gold medal for the next. I okay. don't think you're gonna see Frank think about the Summer Olympics. Am I gonna watch Summer Olympics with non NBA players? Or will I? Am I just going to skip it altogether and just watch the NBA when it's on? Okay, so what the Olympics does for soccer is a great com- compromise. They take X amount of players under I think it's the age of twenty three. You can have five players under the age of twenty three, like that are professional. So there's compromises that make it still under the guise of being amateur. That said, video games, video games literally require no physical prowess. They involve could, a lot of mental focus, I don't concentration. Care. I don't care yeah, because those those do not test athleticism. That's what the Olympics does. It tests athleticism. But wouldn't you say sports is the perfect combination of mental and physical capability put together? But, so now you're just rewarding the mental aspect of it in a virtual form. What about like What's shooting a gun? What's wrong with that? Like when what is they have some of those events where you shoot a gun? Yeah, but they're shooting that gun after they cross country ski for like twenty kilometers. No, they have the literally the the disc challenge where it's just accuracy Ski? with a gun. Ski skiing. I, I, I don't think that's skiing. Ski. Yeah. I, but I've, I've already Ski. I've already stated that I think that there's fundamental things wrong with the Olympics. Yeah. So any any example we give any example that you give to me of something that isn't testing physical ability being maximized in a human. I, I don't think it should oh, be we're, there. We're going with the rules that are in the Olympics now and these events that you don't believe should be there. Well, you know what? The, the events are there. They're there. Guys, I don't even think baseball should be there. And I played baseball for 20 years of my life. I don't think it's there. So They just took it out. Let, let me ask this then. Regardless of Frank's absolute hatred for this idea, um, it, it might happen. They're talking about it. So if it does, if we had a choice, us four at this mm-hmm. table... If we had a choice, you had one sport to remove from the current Olympics now to make way for esports. 
Maybe that's how they're going to do it. Like, you know what, Frank, you're right. This, this isn't working. Let's take something out. What would you replace? I'd replace the person who runs the Olympics. <laughs> God damn it, Frank. No, okay. I'll seriously, talk sports. seriously I, I, if I had to remove one, mm-hmm. it would be some something in the form of an extreme sport or a team sport. I don't know specifically which one because okay. now you're, you're talking about two different sets of sports. Like, where do, where do you even put the video games? In the summer or the winter? You can do it in both. That's the beauty every two years. I think, oh, God, <laughs> fuck me. That is so stupid. I think it's going to be in the Summer Olympics. Uh, to answer your question, Ashton, because Frank somehow missed it. It was like yeah. a sports interview where they asked the question, and you just give cliches. He's they like, don't answer anything. The Hito Turkaloo ball. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I, if I had to take out anything, I would take out a team sport like hockey or baseball. Okay. Because so you'd replace one team sport with technically another because a lot of these sports. Well, he says yes, replace sport. it. Repla- yeah, yeah. I'd, re- I'd replace no, it. Not a joke. I'd re- I have to start laughing. But no, yeah, would, that's the kind of logic behind it. No, what I would replace it with is something that just tests. Te- sorry, tests a physical ability like jumping high or or how far you can throw something heavy. Okay, so those need to stay. Like, to be honest, things I look at that look more like Olympic challenges are like those Lumberjack or World's Strongest Man those challenges. Those are so entertaining. But you know what? They're, they're entertaining. They're amazing. There, there's a thing about esports, whether they are, deserve to be in the Olympics or not, it's something that anyone can do. You can't be physically gifted to play video games. You know what I mean? Like Mike, is, Michael Phelps, I understand what the point of I'm not saying Olymp, I'm saying what the good thing about esports is. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Phelps, if he didn't have the same body, like his feet are like as big as they are, or whatever his proportions weren't that way, he wouldn't be breaking the records. Okay, yeah. but again, Michael Fe- Michael Phelps has those advantages. He still has to train like an absolute animal. He still has to eat a specific diet. But, he still has to do everything it is to maximize the capabilities of his body. Yes, but if he were to, if someone else were to train as hard, even harder than him, just because they physically weren't born with that, uh, with those genetics, they wouldn't be able to compete. But in a thing like esports, everyone can compete. So you technically have a bigger group of people to compete against which means you are better you to- here's a crazy idea just have an esports olympics don't include it That'd in the actual really physical cool. olympics that'd be cool they, a side yeah, event they also train I, I feel like frank's diminishing that they actually like practice and have league <laughs> matches and do things it's like they just sat down they started playing and they were good so they're, they're on just, the team they're not just sitting on the couch eating a bunch of doritos and playing video games guys i don't give a flying fuck they're playing video games they do not deserve the same thing in the same forum that an, a professional or sorry an amateur athlete pushing the boundaries of physical human capability deserve. So to answer your question, by the way, um, I'd get rid of synchronized swimming. Oh, good one. Yes. Yeah. Because that's useless. That's athletic. <laughs> yeah, but it's not Now you're defending that? No, I'm saying like it, to get rid of it, to put in fucking... And sp- team sports aren't games. athletic? Oh, All right. Luca, what about you? Guys, I, I'm going to go trampoline because something that I like to do just for fun and leisurely, like a leisurely activity. Like a video game? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Hey, I'm going to say with one thing. Something that I just have just too much fun with. And how do you compete with the trampoline? What? Oh, I had more fun than you. That's no, how you compete you with the trampoline. You know what, man? I've been on those Olympic trampolines. Okay. It is no joke how tough it is to actually do the things they are doing. I've been like, on a regular trampoline. It's pretty difficult to do anything like, like qualify. Like, 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 like more points to be yell wee a lot. Like, wee. <laughs> no, but to Woo. do the flips that they do and stick the landing. Double like jump they me. Do. Double jump me. Um, he had great form on that wee. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, anything for me ballet focused, and not because I don't like ballet. 
I don't. Um, it's just, again, anything where you have judges judging a sport of how well you did and your interpretation of that leg wasn't as straight, that wasn't bent as well. She Like, that is bullshit because that's all rigged. Okay, so we need to get rid of, if that's your theory and method, we got to get rid of synchronized swimming. We yes. got to get rid of diving. We got to yes. get rid of all of the gymnastics, yes. which is insanely Sorry, athletic. Did I say ballet talented. gymnastics? I apologize. Do Dude, those two ballet people. Gymnastics is one of the hardest things you can possibly he, he do. He just doesn't like the, the way they, I guess, In terms of being them. in the Olympics, because it, it, it's all by judges. It doesn't matter how strong and powerful you are. In, in, in Frank's, it's all interpretation. Happened. You can be the best physically fit person. That's all interpretation. And we've seen it happen where people get scores and you're like, what the shit was that? And then there's a big upset because the judges were crooked. So um, in kind of – I'm curious to know where Frank might go with this because okay. he, he hates it. Okay, so you want to take out something that requires interpretation. Okay, what happens in the eSport Olympics – if a video game glitches, do you have to replay the 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 round? Yes. And okay, what if somebody's absolutely Simple, yes. slaughtering somebody else, okay. and it's a no doubter, and the game glitches? That's so, an element and, and, of chance that okay. every physical sport. It's like if has. the lights went out while someone's doing the hundred meter race, or someone runs onto the the track. Again, your knee giving out, or not knee giving out. I'm talking someone coming in. Like okay, so somebody interferes. I just think that something that that literally is about testing humanity. Uh, okay, we know that same point. You've driven that point across like eighteen times. We get it. <laughs> we gave you your rant. Yeah, you hate it. We understand. We're so, trying to make arguments for the counter. I, I don't think we're there playing is devil's one. advocate. This no, is, look. this is like trying to argue. Okay. This is like this is like trying to argue that a movie made for Nazi propaganda should be allowed to exist. Look, we get your point. I agree with you, Frank. All intents and purposes, I agree completely with you. I understand it. But from the perspective of being the greedy ILCC, the Olympic Committee, I totally get why they would even consider. Just because of mm-hmm. how big of a backing it has. And the younger generation, our cousins and young kids are now being part of the world where they're able to go drinking. And there's a huge rise in Twitch streaming where people just well, sit and watch video ga- people play video on games. On YouTube, how many kids yeah. you just see instead of playing a game, they're going to rather watch someone else yeah, play. Right? Why like, do you think PewDiePie is so big? De- like, this is just us getting old. The demographic and the way we it's see changing. things are changing, unfortunately. You're right. You know what we should do next? We should have uh, Texas Hold'em in there because that's pretty popular. Fuck it. Why it's don't not we popular thro- anymore. Wh- why, man, why, don't we, why don't we throw in fucking slot machines so, so you can pull the best fucking slot hold machine Hold on, handle. Frank. So let, that let's, is 100% just yeah, chance. Yeah, that's though. just chance. Yeah, that's 100% chance. <laughs> poker, poker, no. Poker, there uh, is There's strategy. a lot of chance. There's, there's a chance, yes. Yeah. No, you could, you, could ha- you could put a bunch of people on the floor <laughs> and they watch each other play and then they go get the machine that they think is hot because the person just took all the dead spins out of it. Hold on. Yeah, but you can't win in that. Frank... I'm going to go back to you with this then. Instead of eSports, because I, I think from this conversation you don't want it there. No. Um, instead of eSports, what would you put in the current Olympics? That or is there. everything in there already that you feel should be? Is there something missing outside of Texas Hold'em and eSports? Fighting to the death for one gold medal. <laughs> Let's go with the gladiators. No, no. That was the most bleak <laughs> thing ever. To, to be honest, as a, as a gigantic entity I wouldn't put anything in I would just remove 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 until either there is no Olympics or the only thing that they're doing is testing maximum you there's nothing there like I literally can't think of a single one I'd want to put in because 
I don't think the Olympics should exist. I don't think it's the harmonizing event that everybody thinks it is. I actually think it's a social disruptor. I think it presents so many more cons than it does pros that it should not exist. Hmm. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know much about the social Look, effects of the cities. I know that people usually go in debt, but how much does it raise for like how many jobs does it create well, all no, that stuff? Because so, you're going to go in debt anyways if you're going to make that infrastructure. So right? all the jobs it creates, it all those people that end up, if especially if it's held in a country that's border borderlining on third world, they get paid dick. And then what's even more than that is eventually what ends up happening is the only people who make money off the Olympics are the IOCC. And the sponsors, the sponsors, and the contractors who who end up hiring all these practical suits. It's just like the Olympics in it's, Qatar. It's the it's instead of the FIFA World Cup syndrome. It's in, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of dismantling it, how about you fix it and make it to that event that it was supposed to be? Well, the the event that was supposed to be was people being tested physically, but nobody cares gold, about that anymore. for gold medals. The easiest way to remove that issue that Frank's talking about is. Basically, don't have a host city host certain events in different countries that already have the facilities in use that are used. Something that the Euro Cup is approaching, not this following Euro Cup, but the two down the road. It's going to be hosted across multiple cities because they found out, guess what? Building these stadiums just kills us. I'll tell you, this is the only, sorry, really quickly. The only way I would accept esports in the Olympics is if I found out that esports were taking 100% of the profits generated while they're on air from the Olympics. That's the only way I would accept esports because, one, everybody would inherently know it's a sham that they're there. But I would not want a single dollar of that money that they generate to go to the IOCC. I'd accept it under those terms. What about you, Luca? What about me? What do you think about uh, what sports should be in the Olympics outside of esports? Well, it's tough to follow Frank up. Uh, it is. Let's. You don't have a massive hate boner right now. I'm gonna go with uh, what should be in over. Uh, what I guess, basically, if we're not gonna put an esport, what else are we going? I, I think car racing. I think there's a lot of skill, and you need a lot of. Phys- I, I'm not against the whole thing about esports not being in. I'm not for it. I'm just. My point is, the question is, what should be in and what shouldn't be, and what should be in over esports. It's car racing. There's a I, lot of skill there. I take and that. Mental, and there's a lot of intelligence involved. In and that. physical endurance. Yeah. Good point. I'm surprised it hasn't ever even been thought of. Like, I was thinking more like, but Formula One is just so prestigious. I don't think I'd want to just tie it. Because like, that's like one race a week or yeah. two. Yeah. Right? And I mean, NASCAR. And a lot of prep. And- there's also like a real threat of death. Yeah. Like no, no other real Olympics. Like, I mean, Outside you could swimming. die doing some of the Olympic sports. Like water People have. People have. But there's like a real chance you could die driving a Formula One car. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I think I'm with you on on car racing. I I, I like that, and it's, it's it involves like everything. It it, it does. It really, again, I think that the where this has gone with the Olympics is they're testing who's the best at all these categories. So should esports be in there? Hit and miss. Obviously, some people feel strongly that they shouldn't, and other people, you know, it's it's not bad. I I think that. It's t- it's trying to show you who's the best in the world at these things, at these events. So why not? You know what should be in the Olympics? What's that? American Ninja Warrior. 
That's awesome. That would be awesome. Like different countries. But I don't want to wait four years for that. I want that every Thursday night on NBC. (laughs) You know what? We're a video game podcast. Mortal Kombat. A Mortal Kombat style tournament. Again, gladiators. They had that. It was called the UFC 1. No, but I'm saying like in the Olympics, regulated by the Olympics. That's what I want in. You, I'm giving you an answer to your question. UFC? I want a knockout style tournament that can result in death or just you know dismemberment, s- severe injury, uh, fatalities allowed or no. It's no holds barred. Do whatever. You, yeah, if 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 they want, they're get, like dizzy on their on their feet. You have about three seconds to get in a fatality. Can four armed people uh, compete? I think uh, you need to be physically um, whole or missing something. Like you could you could fight with a stump, but you can't fight with a peg. Or it has or, to be human. You have to be, yeah. I would, I would flesh let, and bone. Yes. The amount of steroid users that would be there would be unreal. If you can generate fire from your your stomach or <laughs> secrete some sort of a hook a hook on a rope from a gland in your yeah. wrist, I think that's fair. Shooting ice out of out of your your palms is another acceptable. Okay. Mm. Spitting acid because so the only thing Frank would add is something not possible. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, yeah, after this topic went a little south, uh, you know, at this point, I think... Uh, I, th- I think we've, we've beaten this to death. I yeah. think we've had... Gr- uh, I gotta say, for the Olympics, I think we've had great discussion. Mm-hmm. I think I, we I, I know want, your stance. I, think I want it good- to be known to every video gamer out there. I don't think less of you as people... Frank hates you. I, no, I really, I really want to say this. I know people who are athletes that love video games. I'm just saying that if it takes somebody thousands of hours... To dedicate themselves in a seated position to do something, I don't think that should be an Olympic sport. So we all know Frank's complete hatred on esports and the Olympics and kind of the views of uh, the rest of our team here, Matt and Luke and myself. So if you guys have any thoughts on what you think about esports and the Olympics or even about DLC, should it stick around or how can we improve it? Let us know. You can get us on Twitter at RealGoneGaming. Check us out on Instagram as well at Gone Gaming Podcast or uh, our website at www.ltdpotential.com. And Ashton, where can they subscribe to the podcast? It's it's iTunes, Ashton, just so you know. It's on iTunes and the Google Play Store. And SoundCloud. Thanks, guys. SoundCloud. That's right. So uh, on that note, I uh, kind of want to practice a bit more because I feel like making $10 million on playing esports. And so we're Gone Gaming. <laughs>